to Zarkana, then. Off to see all my friends and family and loved ones. <laughs> to kill them, of course, for harming your dragon. Podcasting to all of Azeroth, this is World of Warcast, episode number 227. I am Michael Gaines, and with me once again, the awesome Pamela Horton. Woo! Hi, how's it going? <laughs> I don't think anybody has wooed on the show before. <laughs> that was the I'm ready for this. Are you ready? I'm ready. You ready to talk I'm about so WoW? Ready. Oh, let's talk about WoW. Wow, okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, you were out of it for a while. Yeah, I was out of I was out of commission for a good almost two months. I yeah. had, uh, for those that don't know, I had a coxsejectomy, which is where they remove your tailbone. Uh, it is a major surgery, exactly yeah. how it sounds, and the recovery sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically, the reason that I needed to have it done is I was born sort of with an extra vertebrae. Mm. So um, I've had physical discomfort my entire life that I've been dealing with uh, in regards to my tailbone. And, uh, you know, uh, I discovered it when I was 16 and my mom was like, what's that? And I was like, what's what? Isn't that something everybody else has? And um, nope. went to the doctor for it. And uh, since that point, it was like, yeah, we're going to need to surgically remove that. It was either I didn't have insurance coverage or I didn't have the time or I didn't have the, the time for the recovery. So after I got laid off in August from Playboy, I was like, you know, like trying to get jobs and having a hard time. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to commit to having the surgery. So I planned the surgery and then I ended up getting two jobs and <laughs> which is how it works. Uh, yeah. You know, when when you wash your car, it rains. Uh, <laughs> but I'm still, I'm still in the recovery process right now. So I'm not completely recovered, but we have, I've met with my doctor and we have decided that the surgery was a complete success. Awesome. So I made the wise decision in the long run, but it is a pain in the ass literally and figuratively right yes. now. So how, how did it affect your play? Cause I saw your, I think you were like lying on the bed playing. Yeah. That can't be easy. Yeah, well, I wasn't um I wasn't playing on the PC for about 2 weeks. Yeah. I was bedridden for 2 weeks. I couldn't uh I still have a hard time laying on my back. So, it was a lot of laying on my side, laying on my stomach. Uh, I was playing a lot of Pokemon Sun and Moon in those times. <laughs> yeah. Uh and uh so when I finally got back into playing WoW, you know, I went hard because mm -hmm. I was like, I miss it. You don't realize exactly how much you want to do something until you physically are unable to do it. Oh, and, yes. uh, but I was very fortunate. My boyfriend took a week off of work to take care of me mm -hmm. and made sure that I was, uh, healing properly. And, uh, the biggest risk for surgery like that, of course, is infection. So, yeah. um, no, no infections. Everything went great. Everything went perfect. Um, you know, much better than, than expected. So it was a success. Nice, nice. All right, so let's let's get into it. You've been you've been playing hard because we're friends, and I see you play. <laughs> the thing is, is like I you play horde. I saw you. Yep. I think yesterday you said you were gonna start playing your alliance tune, but I started leveling my horde tunes because I feel bad that like we're on opposite factions, and I think I still think to this day it's terrible that after all these years that Blizzard doesn't allow people to at least group in dungeons from opposite yeah. factions because. That that's a and they said I think a BlizzCon's like well we're that's our unique thing or we're the only game that does that. I was like right, you're the only game that does that. Why? So come on, catch up, <laughs> catch up with the rest of them. Jeez, what are you? What are you? Well, I mean they have. And and I feel like it could be something like they do, like if you go into the Dalaran sewers or they used to have it in Ashran where you can queue up as the opposite faction for PvP. Mm -hmm. So it would be cool if you could go down to the sewers and, you know, like get a buff that, you know, temporarily something. like puts you into, you know, like Dalaran is, is both factions. So you're temporarily alliance and uh, or horde or whatever, and you can queue up for a quick dungeon or, you know, something like that that because you know like I like I said on my stream the other night and I am going to be uh you know doing my wow Wednesday streams every every Wednesday at 10 mm -hmm. and I'm planning on maybe doing like a weekly adventure uh leveling up an alliance character because I have there a lot of fun like alliance is where I started 
and I I miss playing Alliance, but it's just uh, I'm on my I'm on my uh, fifth tune now, leveling up from yeah. <laughs> uh, leveling up from 100, and uh, I have I have four level 100 Alliance characters, and you know it's just getting from that point. But it's a different experience. It'll be a completely different experience because on Horde side, it's it's a little different. Uh, so you know, maybe maybe it'll be better. Yeah, from the lore side. So I, I uh, my mage, uh, she's on Lightning Hoof, which is a PvP server. Which is an, anybody who's been listening to the show lately knows that I'm just like trying to get all my tunes off of PvP servers. Mm-hmm. But she's still there, and I I take this tune out it's like the test drive, right? I take the tune out for the first time in months. Like taking your car out from the garage or something, and I, I go, and I just land at Illidari's point within seconds. I'm just getting my ass kicked. I'm like, oh, this is not fun. But yeah, uh, yeah, I'm 104 now, and from a lore point of view, you're seeing things like from from Sylvanas's point of view about what she's about to do, whereas mm-hmm. from the Alliance point of view, you you sort of see it happen in the cave. It's it's very interesting to see that. Yeah. Um, where she's just all obsessed about this one thing. It's like, well, can't you put that off until maybe some other time? Of course not, because then it wouldn't weave into the storyline. But um, yeah. it, it's it's I like that. Like that. No, it's uh, there's uh, with with uh, with this expansion. I feel it's very unique because Sylvanas has. You know, like she's probably one of the most driven primary characters in an expansion Mm -hmm. that we aren't really sure what's going on. Like, you know, like we know what she's currently doing, but in the long run, we don't know what she's aiming for and what she's what her drive is. And so I always, uh, you know, when I'm re-leveling a tune and I go to Stormheim or I mean, uh, uh, yeah, Stormheim and I'm like, what the heck is going on here? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's it's still the same every time where I'm like, what? What is she doing? What is going on? And the quest line for Trial of Valor is still like, what are you do- what are you doing over there? Like, what's <laughs> what's going on? Like, I wanna I wanna know more about it, and I wanna uh, pique that same curiosity on the Alliance side and find out what unique stories are over there. So, meh, hopefully, it'll be a new experience. Yeah, I, I, I think it will be. It. So, do you know about the Alliance side story? Well, there's only one thing that happens with Sylvanas, but do you know what it is? I don't want to spoil it for you if you don't. Uh, well, I mean, she, I know that she meets with like Helia for something, but I don't know why. No, there's something else. Okay. So I'll let, I don't, I'm not going to tell you, so I'll let you play through it, but there's, there's something I, I was just watching this whole thing going, wow, damn, man, that was pretty. Where did that, where did you see it? On the Alliance side, um, around level 104, I think it was, I think it was around the same time that I got to the point now where I am on Horde. Um, so you'll see it. So you don't see it on the Horde side, but you see it on the Alliance side? You know what? I don't know because I don't think I've gotten to... I don't know if the Horde sees that because I know for a fact that I didn't see what I'm seeing now on the Alliance side from the Horde. Uh, oh, where, okay. Yeah, okay. so may, I don't know if you see it. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Well, I don't know. we'll find out in a little bit. I'll find out. <laughs> I, actually, I'd like to know if anybody knows. just right, But but don't, don't CC Pam if you're going to do it on Twitter because... <laughs> I don't no, want her to know. I'll probably, <laughs> uh, ch- chances are, I'll probably just end up looking it up because uh, the internet is dark and full of spoilers. <laughs> Did you know how hard it is to not watch spoilers when a Star Wars movie is going to come out? Yeah, uh, well, as you, you say that as you're wearing a Star Wars movie or a shirt. I am. <laughs> um, so, so anyway, we're going to talk about some 715. Uh, I talked about it last week, but I wanted to get your perspective on it and uh, because you have all these tunes. I only have the one tune. I feel like I, I've been sort of forced to play one character because of the AP issue. And mm-hmm. so now I have I have the second mage that I'm leveling. I have um I might level up my death knight and I haven't decided if my other one is gonna be my monk or my priest. I, I just don't know yet, or my druid. I I've got so many characters, but Yeah, so many options. Yeah, but so have you found that the AP, have you gotten the AP book and have you found it to be helpful? 
Uh, well, honestly, I got to max, uh, max knowledge level on my two one tens before the book came out. Mm -hmm. Um, and I haven't reached one ten on, I'm, I'm one Oh eight and, uh, one Oh seven on my mage and my priest or my priest and my mage respectively. And, uh, I know that once I get to one ten, that that's going to be really handy. Uh, because, you know, I remember that, that, that curve being really hard hard because when I first reached 110 on my druid, I was already gathering that knowledge, but I was having a hard time catching up with my, my, uh, demon hunter because I had to do the exact same thing and wait the exact same amount of time. And, um, but you know, what I found ironically enough is everybody rushes to Suramar once they hit 110. Yes. But on my Demon Hunter, I have not started the quest line in, uh, in Suramar, mostly because if I have max, uh, artifact knowledge, I will get the most out of the AP benefits from the quest line. Mm-hmm. So every time I do one of the quests, I will be getting a hundred thousand AP and those things drop like every other quest when you're doing the quest line in Suramar. They do. So I was like, you know, like if I, if I wait for this, for this long haul, it'll be, it'll be a lot better. Um, so I think, I think it's really cool that they made it so that you can catch up, have a little bit of catch up and then kind of feel that you're, you're not so like dragging your feet and like, Oh God, I got to, you know, like farm up order resources in order to get this. And I got to do that. It doesn't seem so much of, you know, uh, like a repeat, a constant, sorry if you hear cats, yeah. a constant <laughs> repeat of what, you know, what you did on your first character. It gets monotonous, but I think they t- tried to work a little bit harder to get the monotony out of there. But as for, you know, 7.1, uh, Point five. I think the the biggest things that affected me weren't actually the uh, the books, but the changes to the classes. And mm-hmm. um, you know, like as as a feral druid, you know when they when they made the changes to classes to kind of simplify the classes, feral druid's rotation is still very complicated and very like you know I still have like six or seven dots I have to apply, mm-hmm. and like I have there's no way to spread them out to I, I can't be like a demon hunter. Yep and spread my dots to everybody in the surrounding area. I have to apply them individually. And, you know, so I, although I'm geared on the same level as everybody else in my, in my guild, I'm doing half the DPS of them because I can't, I can't like three button face roll and do max AOE DPS. Um, I can't just sit there and swipe because that's not maximum DPS. But fortunately, they increased uh, Feral Druid DPS by 27%. So I have seen an increase, but I'm still dealing with those rotation issues. But Mm -hmm. with my Demon Hunter, on the other hand, I thought that they were going to get a huge nerf, but they did not. And I am okay with that (laughs) because I'm having a great time with my Demon Hunter. Actually, uh, I'm in the transition right now where I'm planning on raiding with my Demon Hunter as a tank instead of my... Uh, my druid as a healer, mm-hmm. um, mostly because we have a lot of people who are primary healers, no DPS spec. So I'm, oh my gosh, sorry, I'm boring myself. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, uh, so I have, I'm the only one that's like, oh, you know, Moosecat, you have a you have a DPS spec, so we need you to go DPS. And I feel useless because I'm you know doing really shitty DPS. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I'll go tank and or DPS on my Demon Hunter, and I'm much less geared on that. And I face roll DPS for that. So and plus, Demon Hunter's rotation is just fun. Like it's you're just zipping all over the place. You're jumping up in the air and you're floating and you're flying and you're just having a good old time. <laughs> I uh, I have a, a druid who's level 100. She's my day one character that I still play. And I've been debating on what to do with her because of the, the artifact power thing. Because, you know, as everybody knows, druids can do three things. You know, they, they can DPS. Fourth. They, well, fourth. Yeah, well, I'm just thinking in terms of um, tank, DPS, and heal. Oh, okay. Right. So, so that. And, and I'm just not sure if I want to go back to healing. And I played the demon hunter up to like whatever it was 102 or something like that and i had a lot of fun with that and i just do you get sentimental with your characters uh i get sentimental with my with my main druid because you know although 
you know, it's experienced a lot of faction changes, a lot of race changes, a lot of changes overall. It's the same character that I've been playing since the very beginning. Yeah. So my druid, my druid moose cat used to be laser chicken. It used to be, <laughs> um, Nera Nera kitty, you know, kitty, kitty rower. Like it was like, I had all kinds of names and changes and stuff. I put so much money into that character. Oh, I know. Like, Blizzard has this option now where you can go and check and see how much money you've spent. And it's just like, uh, I did that God. recently. I did that recently because I transferred a couple of characters over to a different uh, server, and there's a list of everything that you've done: name mm-hmm. changes, server changes, faction yep. changes. And you're just like, oh, God. I know. <laughs> and there are times when I would, I just look at some of them. I go, what was I thinking? Yeah. Like, what was I really thinking? Why did I do that? That was dumb, and that was a waste of time. Um, there was one that I, I transferred a hunter over to Moon Guard to play with a friend who wound up server changing like immediately after. Yeah, I had that happen too. Oh, I had a friend who was like, she for for months, and I'm saying months. She was like, my my husband and I just like started playing, and like I want you to come over here and play with us, and blah blah blah. The moment, and I'm not even kidding. The day of, I told her I was like, okay, I'll move on Tuesday or whatever day it was. Uh-huh. The day I moved, her and her husband transferred, and then three days later stopped playing. No, oh, that's yeah, terrible. And I- like, so I had to build, uh, you know, build up from nothing because of course you can't transfer characters again for a little while mm-hmm. so i was like stuck on that server and i was just like uh okay we'll, well i guess i'll make the best of this and so i made friends i uh i had a, a similar experience with I, I mentioned this last week actually but i'll expand on it a little more i had a friend who said um we need dps and you know you're a friend why don't you just come over we need a mage you desperately need some help and at the time, I, I, I think it was, I don't know, I think it was like 80, yeah, max level at the time was 85, and I was like 80. So I'm like busting my ass trying to get this mage that I haven't played in a long time on the Horde side up to 85, and I'm just doing, doing, doing. And they even had like people in the guild help me, and I was like, come on, let's just run you through some stuff. We'll get you geared up and everything, and they were, they were helpful. Then there was a guild merge. And then once the guild merge happened, and I was raiding. I was actually raiding for two, three weeks. I, I did three three raids. And um, then there was a guild merge. And then when the guild merge happened, I just got booted out. So I transferred, wasted a bunch of time leveling up this mage, and then I just got like booted. So in, like, in a total of four, five weeks, I, 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 I'm just sitting there going, okay, well, like now what? Like now, what do I yeah. do? Like, thanks for the invite, but that was yeah. a waste of twenty five bucks or whatever it was. Well, and and the funniest part, I don't I don't remember if I talked about this uh, on any of the podcasts before, but uh, so I was uh, a night elf druid for the majority of my time, uh, and I used to actually be in a pretty hardcore raiding guild. Yep. Like we would raid. You know, for four days a week, for six hours at a time, oh, back yes. when raiding wasn't as easy peasy. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the the leader of the guild was a lady who was very – she had insecurity issues. And uh, when word got out that I was becoming a playmate, um, suddenly uh, she, was, she had nothing but contempt for me. She treated me bad uh, when uh, when it came to we didn't do like, you know, OK, random roll for loot or whatever. You know, you had attendance built up points. And I don't remember what the system was, but you had to like attend raids and then spend the points that you earned on loot in order to get gear. And before, you know, there was personal loot. And, um, I built up all these points and she kept saying that I didn't have points and someone had more and blah, blah, blah. And eventually I tried to like, be like, Hey, you know, like, I don't want to like, I don't want to make a deal out of it or anything, but it seems like you're treating me very unfair. And she, uh, she said, Oh no, I'm so sorry. It's, you know, like, it's okay. Um, I'm just, you know, like she tried to be like, oh, as a lady, you know, I was, you know, PMSing or whatever and tried to like play it off. 
I log into my character the next day. She kicked all of my characters out of the guild, like completely kicked them out of the guild. And uh, my friend who got me into the guild was her boyfriend at the time. Uh And I think so there was like a tinge of jealousy. And then also, too, she didn't like that people liked me in the guild that like people are always like, no, we can't raid without, you know, we can't raid without her. Like, she's so much fun. We love her. And like everybody was like, you know, talking back to her. So my my friend who was her boyfriend they ended up breaking up. She he gave me her address and I sent her a copy of my Playboy and signed it and I was like and this is like the most savage thing I've ever done. Uh I signed it. I was like, "Thank you so much for letting me be in your guild. I had a great time." And uh she actually sent me a message on Facebook a while ago and was just like, "Thank you so much for the copy of Playboy." And like I was like, "I, I don't think you get it." I like I don't you kicked me out because I was a playmate, and now all of a sudden you're super thankful. <laughs> I have heard stories similar to that. I'm not going to go into details, but um, there was there was a friend of mine who it turned who was dating somebody in a guild, and then it got back to the guild leader, who was a woman who had a thing for the guy. Mm-hmm. That they were together, and bad things happened. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, like, I, and this this is. I, I don't mean this how it sounds, and it, it's it's going to sound horrible, um, but the experiences that I've had with a woman leading raiding guilds have not been good. Um, uh, and I'm not saying that women don't make good leaders because, you know, the leader of my guild is a woman, and she is, like, she is a force to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. She doesn't – She does. she's very fair. She's polite. She works hard. Um, you know, like she, and and so I'm not generalizing and saying all women are bad guild leaders, but my experience is I have not had a single raid, uh, like raiding guild experience with led by a woman that did not end up in disaster, either from a first person perspective or a third person perspective. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, like I'm very lucky that I'm in the guild that I'm in because it's, it suits my needs as a, as a world Warcraft player. I'm not a hardcore raider. Like I just can't, I don't have the attention span i don't have the focus <laughs> to raid for six hours a night anymore and not not to mention the time like i just don't have time for it and you know michelle morrow who's the leader of our guild is very much like life oh. first uh yeah she's she's the leader of my guild okay. um uh and i'm one of her ossifers and uh <laughs> but you know she's very much like life first if you can't make a raid for, you know, like work or whatever, no pressure. You aren't going to get in trouble. You aren't going to. And the moment that someone in the guild is like, oh, well, we'd be doing this and this if somebody was around, like, she will, like, come down hard on them. Like, look, this is a casual guild. We are not about elitism. She, like, berates people for, like, you know, like, you know, trying to, like, make people feel any less about themselves because of their gear, their knowledge. And it's a very friendly environment. Uh, that she rules with an iron fist. <laughs> well, no, that's good because um, the my raiding guild back in vanilla and a little bit into Burning Crusade, we raided six days a week for five hours a night from, from seven until midnight. And then my Sundays, uh, long-time listeners would know that I would just run around Ajara and farm Dreamfoil. And that was my thing because I was at the time druid, alchemy, potions. So I had to make the, uh, I had to make the potions. Yep. So um, I that burned me out, and then I raided mm-hmm. with uh, uh, Kara, who who fills in for Renata uh, on the show. She asked me to to fill in or not fill in, but she, you know, she says we're going to raid normal um, Emerald Nightmare. Do you want to come along? And I was, I'm it's you know I I am not you know just how like you said this is not how it sounds. I'm it was almost like PTSD, where it's like mm-hmm. I can't go into a raid now. It's, yeah. it's like I can't. And she had to sort of nudge me for about 15 minutes before I finally said, oh, okay, I'll go in. I had a great time. But I mm-hmm. had a great time not because it was easy, because I still had to figure st- – I had never been in Emerald Nightmare before. But I had to figure stuff out like don't step in the poo, that sort of yeah. thing. But, you know, it's a, <laughs> see, that's that's the other thing about raiding is that, you know, you've done it for so long that you, you can almost do it just going in with nothing. Because, yeah. like, how different could it be? You move here, you get out of the beam, or you kill the ads, or you don't step in the purple or the green stuff. So it's, I take so- it you haven't had a chance to do Nighthold? 
No. As a matter of um, fact, I have it written down here to talk to you about Nighthold. Because you saw I was in Nighthold last <laughs> night. I saw you were in Nighthold last night. So that was going to be my my next thing that I wanted ah, to ask you about. Good transition. So, ah, how was Nighthold? We're on top of this. We make a good team. Yes, we do. Uh, um, if if, uh, if so, only there was a show we were going to do together. Yeah. Oh, well, Which uh, I just sent. I just sent Mike over the images. We're we're moving along. We're getting this done. We're getting this done. Um, uh, but anyway, so I did Nighthold for the first time last night. We attempted the first five bosses. We only mm-hmm. wiped once the entire time on normal. That's amazing. And uh, mostly because like uh, we we set up a really good uh, precedent for teamwork, and you know we all know each other. I feel like I'm friends with everybody in the guild. We we all understand and know each other and mm-hmm. respect each other, which is very important. And it's not like, oh, I need to do this because, you know, I'll get kicked out of the guild. It's like, I'm going to do this because it's fun and I want to help everybody get better. So we did the the first five encounters and um, they're all – I mean, I had a great time. It was so much fun. And actually, actually, no, I lied. We wiped twice, uh, once on the first boss and once on uh, the fifth boss that we took mm-hmm. uh, took on the star star Eurytreus or whatever her name is. Um, and uh, the only time, the only reason that we wiped on the last boss is because one of the hunters' pets pulled. Because, uh, like you know, before before the fights, we sat down. We were like, okay, here's the mechanics. Here's what you need to do. Here's markers. Here's blah blah blah. And it sounds hardcore, but it wasn't really. It was just like you know, like don't stand in shit, avoid these mechanics, blah blah blah. Right. And uh, so we were listening to the uh, tank, uh, the main tank, talk about mechanics, and one of the hunter's pets pulled, and suddenly he began frantically talking about the the mechanics and going into like details and stuff like that. But I mean, aside from that little oopsie, the entire raid is so much fun. I mean, uh, there is a cake boss. It's Triliax, and uh, it's so it's it's so funny to have a multiple personality robot uh, <laughs> that is that is something that you fight. He switches between the personalities, and that's the different phases that he fights in. And uh, you know, we we'd been raiding heroic Emerald Nightmare, so I'd say that we were fairly geared for um for Nighthold. And I got I got some pretty good gear. They actually, you know, the the gear is scaled up, so normal it does about like has kind of about the same gear as heroic emerald nightmare so okay you know like it was it was fun and it was beneficial and uh i'm really excited to continue raiding and i know that uh my my former roommate slash best friend slash local uh my resident vamplock uh my warlock friend is super excited to finally fight goldan because goldan is his favorite character in the entire like franchise <laughs> franchise um he plays with goldan on hearthstone and everything so i know that you know this is going to be one of those big moments for him and uh i'm i'm of course ready to see you know like the end of uh you know the suramar slash nighthold you know zone like i yeah. want to see i want to see how that I'm ends dying and- that, yeah i want to see the end of that too because i th- i think that the storyline of suramar is just so good it's a little long but it's still very very good but you get that AP. You got to get that AP. You got to get that AP. Exactly. <laughs> um, what's your eye level? Do you know? Uh, my eye level now is 869. That's about what I am, too. Okay. All right. I the way, the way that you're talking about rating almost makes me want to get back into it if it's not such a big friggin' deal anymore. Because it used to be. It really was. I mean, like, I when I went in with Kara the other day to do Emerald Nightmare... I I was just I was sweating I was nervous I mean that, yeah. that's that's what rating was for me back then Oh um, yeah well and also too it's also the environment that you that you put yourself in like if you join a guild that's like we got to do this we got to do this and it's mm-hmm. very like formal and very like precise you're gonna have a completely different experience I think it's just you know like if you want to come if you want to do I'm not gonna make you server transfer but if you decide that you want to come raid right on the horde side mm-hmm. you will be welcomed with open arms and we'll carry you through normal so that you can get gear and then you can, you know, we'll be patient with you and help you learn the fights. It's just, you know, the kind of, the kind of environment that we have. We're very Mm -hmm. opening and welcoming and we don't turn people away. We don't have any other cloth wearers other than our warlocks. So 
if you I might I might take you up on that because do it. it. Like you'll you'll find that you're gonna have a great time and you'll know people and I have to get off Lightning Hoof, I really do. And nothing to the people of Lightning Hoof or my friends that are there, but I I'm my patience on a PvP server is zero now. No, oh, yeah. It's, it's an RP server. Thorium Brotherhood is an RP server. That's fine. So that's fine. Then nobody really RPs. It's just, you know. That that is actually a funny story that you should that you should mention that because last night where was I? Was I on Lightning Hoof or Warmers to Court? I don't remember where I was. But somebody was asking I think it was on Worm, worm, bleh, worm Rest Accord. Ha, say that 10 times fast. Um, like, is this good? Is this a good RP server? And, and um, oh, no, no, no. It wasn't that. No, it was something different. Somebody asked if it was a good ERP server. And oh, no, that's Moonguard. And that's Moonguard. <laughs> and, and that was the funny thing is that um, somebody, because this was a conversation that was going on in, uh, in uh, trade chat. Somebody said that all RP servers have. Uh, have good ERP on, and and I was just on Emerald Dream for years. It's like that we made fun of ERP people, and yeah. I'm not did look. I it's it's your if people's thing. If it's your thing, that's fine. I only make fun of it from like a ha ha. That's just what you do, sort of thing. But if that's what you do, that's fine. It doesn't bother me. I don't care. Well, I make um, fun of it from a ironic perspective because you know my I don't know if you know my history in in my my relationships, but my my ex fiance used to uh um uh oh man i hope he doesn't listen to this podcast um <laughs> i'm not naming him but uh he i used to come home from work and he'd be you know like he'd be masturbating to you know warcraft porn and when i'd be like hey let's let's you know have the carnal relations that adult people have he was like no i'd rather play wow and so, you know, like it got to the point where he didn't get a job. He didn't get, he was like that, the storybook character that everybody talks about, the guy that doesn't get the job because he's too busy playing World of Warcraft. And so I gave him an ultimatum and he didn't, he didn't do it. Uh, the ultimatum was just apply for jobs and he didn't even apply for jobs. So yeah. we broke up and that and- was the end of that. But so <laughs> I, when I make fun of ER, ERP players, it's because like, he he kind of you, you had know. to personally deal with that yeah oh, so. i'm sorry i'm really no sorry. no don't don't apologize. well I, Actually, it all works like, out yeah but the fact that the fact that you know like i i wasn't angry at world warcraft a lot of a lot of people hate the game instead of hating the person i don't even hate him like it was just you know i was a full-time student i was working a full-time job mm-hmm. and he would just be at home playing world warcraft all day and i'm like you he graduated from college. It was like I like I just wanted him to get a job, and all he wanted to do was play WoW. And so for like eight months of my life, all I ate was like ramen, and you know, like could barely afford anything because mm-hmm. we were doing bare minimum because he he couldn't and wouldn't get a job. And so, you know, like I've I've reached that low where I've had to sell systems to pay rent, and you know, it, it showed me where the ground was, and that's why yeah. you know when people ask me like, oh, why are you, why are you so patient, and why are you so nice? It's because I've reached my low. I've reached my low point, and you know, like it, I'm not going to go into any more details, but it wasn't no, just no. like, oh, darn, you had a you had a shitty boyfriend or fiance. Um, you know, I've reached that low point to be able to be like, you know, like I can understand when a I'm playing too much World of Warcraft. I need to stop. Uh, so he's given me that. Um, but then also too, it's, uh, you know, like having an understanding of relationships and people and, you know, enjoying, enjoying the company of others. And, you know, like I, I feel that, you know, I'm thankful that actually that, that, that happened, but also too, you know, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be playing World of Warcraft. He peer pressured the shit out of me in order yeah. to play World of Warcraft. Yeah, I, I, was, I, it's that's I was, that's uh, really tough. I'm I, well, uh, God, so many things to say off of that. Um, <laughs> Hi, hello, set that up. When for you. when I when I lost my job years ago, and I'm working now, of course. But when I lost my job years ago, I specifically made sure that I would not play WoW during the day. Because, oh, yeah, absolutely. because I didn't want to fall into that downward spiral of, of getting addicted to playing WoW. So during the day, I would actually... What was I doing during the day? I know I was coding, but I was like coding my own stuff. Because I sort of had to keep up with what was going on, you know, for looking for another job. Because when yeah. you sort of... 
not work for a while, then you start to forget things. And I had to just like keep sharp. With that, oh yeah, with that. absolutely. Um, the other thing, say, my wife doesn't play video games at all. I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm I'm just saying that she she gets it, but doesn't play. Well, and that's, and, and that's, that's like, okay. that's really, everybody's like, every guy's like, oh, I need a girl who plays video games. Like, no, you need a girl that honors your, your time to do what you want. You know, like, you don't need a girl that plays video games. You just need a girl that doesn't disrespect your you time. Well, you know, like, I don't need to play golf to understand that it's something that, you know, my friends enjoy. And I'm not going to be like, no, you can't do that because I don't like it, you know, or I don't do it or whatever. Yeah. It's like. Honor, honor other people's hobbies and what they enjoy doing as long as they're, they're doing it to a healthy amount, you know? That's a, and although a, <laughs> you were saying before about how, like, I see you on all the time. It was like, I'm not being unhealthy. No, I'm no, just, no, I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> I'm doing gameplay videos and I'm not, I'm not addicted. No, 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 no. No, actually, you're on, you're on less than I am because I'm online. We're three hours apart. So I'm online and I'll play for a while and then I'll see you come online and I'll log off while you're still online. So I think that you and I sort of play the same number of hours, but yeah. but the time shifts because of the time zones. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. But as well, far as like relationships go, you know, it's it's very interesting to 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 see people like I know people that are husband and wife or boyfriend girlfriend. Um, groups uh, there's uh-huh. there's a girl that i met a long time ago um back when i was when i got burned out from reading and i switched guilds and I, I met this girl she was in high school at the time and she had just dated this guy she's just started dating this guy they are now out of college and married uh-huh. and still play wow together that's so cool it's it's so cool whereas i know other people that um, one spouse or the other don't play WoW. But everything is just fine. You don't have to. I can understand the allure of it, uh, but you don't have to because you can do your own thing, and your yeah. significant other can do their own thing. It could be, uh, it, it could be other things. Whatever it is, whatever. Yeah. Creative, just I. The way that I am is like if you want to be creative in something, or let's say you're significant other doesn't like wow but likes to play something else let them yeah have fun. well and the cool thing is like for the longest time like ian ian plays video games but he doesn't uh you know he doesn't play wow he doesn't play any rpgs really i just got him like a while ago to start playing uh chrono trigger on the on the 3ds <laughs> yes. and uh yes. he, he played it for a while and he's like i actually really enjoy this and then but he he wouldn't play any pc games and so for the longest time i didn't i played pc games alone which i was okay with you know like i was i was totally fine with that i didn't need to have you know i didn't need to have him playing with me in order to enjoy it but then, you know, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I, I want you to try to play this Overwatch game. And so I let him play mm-hmm. Overwatch on my account for one game. And now he has his own PC and plays it all the fucking time. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, like, there's, 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 there's that side. Then there's the other side. And then there's, you know, like, it's, 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 you know, like a little bit of, a little bit of both. The, so the funny thing. Uh, is that I have been playing video games my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, our, it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say this on our show anyway, but um, for those of you that don't know, my first system was a Coleco Telstar Arcade. Look it up. It's a triangle. It was 76 or something like that. This is <laughs> before we had the Atari 2600. So I don't know what it's like to not play video games like after work. Like, what do people do at night? Yeah, yeah. I don't like, even know. What do you do? Just watch TV? I don't even know what people do. Like, a lot of people, people. I mean, that's where Netflix and chill came from. I guess so. But I just, I have to be active. I, look, I'll sit and I'll watch movies if, if I'm in the mood for it. But I'm the kind of person that has to, I just got to keep doing something. Yeah. Even if it's like progression in a game, like you feel like you have to be working towards something. I like, I have this, and this is the only thing that I can't, like I said, I have an OCD for control. Um, uh, like I can't, I can't lose control of, yep. you know, yep. like I can't be addicted to something. And that's why people are always like, Pam, why don't you like watching anything with us? Why don't you like going and watching, like it takes forever to introduce me to a TV show because I can't stand sitting down and watching something not because 
you know, like I don't like watching the content or anything like that. It's because I can't if it, if there's a TV on and there are people around, I will not be listening to the people. I will be watching TV, and it yeah. doesn't matter if there is paid pro- programming on. I will be glued to that TV and I will not be hearing a damn word you're saying. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I get that from my dad. Like I can't, <laughs> when there's a TV around, I just, I get sucked in. So whenever I go over to, uh, most of my, most of my close friends know that if I'm coming over to not have the TV on, because a lot of people can have the TV on and just have casual conversation and, you know, be okay with, the TV on in the background, but I can't. I absolutely cannot. If we're going to sit and socialize, I got to have that TV off. Yeah. Like I can't. I can't play WoW with the TV on. I can't like TV on no matter what. I, it doesn't matter if I'm trying to do something else. Like I can't. I can't have it on. I can't. I can't do that to myself. Uh, I I hear you. I what I do with WoW is sometimes I, I'm doing it now. Is I'll have like um, a weekly list of what I have to do on Tuesday. And or it doesn't have to be on Tuesday, but like yesterday, well, yesterday. I still like I'm just giggling at the the idea of like you know like uh, how I do it as well, where I'm like, okay, I need to do this. Well, I have to. And I need to do things. I've been trying to get that Mount Mogushan vault for a while now, and I can't. You know, I just keep doing it. Over what do you and need over. to do for that? The 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 Mount in Mogushan vaults, the um, spectral dragon. Oh. Yeah, I've been trying to get that week after week. Um, is that so, like just like it's a rare drop, or do you have to grind it to? Get... No, it's it's a drop from one of the bosses, but it's um, it's not a big deal. It it, it only t- I timed how long it takes me to do certain things. Like I timed how long it takes me to do AQ forty. No, sorry, AQ twenty. Um, fifteen minutes. No, thirteen minutes and like thirty seconds or something. Just do the whole thing. Why do um, you do AQ forty? Just for funsies, farmsies? Um, well, it was actually one of the topics for uh, for discuss- well, not really discussion today, but um, I'm not. I don't want to use the word addicted, but I absolutely love getting transmog gear. Oh, and there are certain things that are very rare drops, and so what I found is that you can run around molten core AQ twenty and AQ forty and get some really nice stuff. If you don't kill the bosses, you could just reset them. And so what I've been doing is I've been doing that, and I've gotten some really good drops. Um, the thing is, and, and this is really what I wanted to talk about, not not so much about you know farming because everybody knows how to do that, but the stuff that I have gotten will be up on the auction house for like, let's say, 80000 or something like that. So I'll put it up for sixty, you know, like something like something reasonable, um, but still... <laughs> respectable and <laughs> stuff's not selling and then i would get undercut because i check it on the phone and then i would get undercut and then i would undercut it again and it's still not selling and i'm just wondering what people are expecting these extraordinarily rare drops to to go down to before they buy them like what 2k well you know? <laughs> and it also depends on the uh the you know population of your server yeah. or how how rare cuz like to me it's like if there's a if if there's an item that I want to get that drops that has a random chance to drop I'm going to try to farm it myself yeah. and if I go a couple of weeks and I'm like fuck it for it <laughs> then you know then I'll buy it and uh but for me like uh, one of the things that I was trying to uh, trying to farm, and the whole I think I told you the whole reason I leveled up my demon hunter was because there are class class exclusive pets that um, you know druids, shamans, and warlocks and death or uh, death knights um, uh, demon hunters. And so since there was an exclusive pet, I already got the shaman one, and I was like, that's why I leveled up my shaman. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took me – I got my rare my, – my hidden artifact appearance before I got that fucking pet. Wow. Like I was like and, – and, and I got that the hidden artifact appearance maybe two weeks in. To, to being 110 and all the demon hunters in my guild were like motherfucker you know like <laughs> like they had been farming it for forever and i come in and i'm like i just want the pet <laughs> well what all right so let me explain a little bit about why why this whole thing started in the first place it's um i i don't like i have the skimpy stuff right you know from the girls and that's fine you know the jade breastplate anybody who knows knows that all oh, right you so- play a female character yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, laugh at me. Go ahead. Go ahead, Pam, laugh at me. <laughs> I love it. No, I love it. I there's love a, it. There's actually a story behind that. 
I There's, believe it. Which which came from EverQuest. Um, I'll just go through it real quick. I played a male character, right? And then there were these stories that were coming out because this is in the early, early, early days of MMOs. The early and and somebody said if you play a female character, you'll get like a bunch of stuff. So I'm like, oh, I don't believe that. So I played a female character. Sure enough, that day mm-hmm. I got so much free stuff. Yep. For doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And, I was, and but I wound up keeping the character. Now that only happened that one day. It never happened again. Mm-hmm. But because because well, you looked like a new character, and then they were like, "Oh, I'll help you." <laughs> but I sort of that character. The characters that I play now are sort of offshoots of the same head canon lore of that character from EQ. Yeah, that, that's why I do that. And we can't. Um, uh, yeah, no, I have, that was the, that was the deal with, uh, actually my ex-fiance that I was talking about. I actually met him on Final Fantasy XI online and, uh, we, we moved in together after he graduated from college Mm -hmm. and, um, he, I thought for, he was actually in my, instead of a guild, it was called a link shell. He was in my link shell for, um, a number of years and was actually, uh, one of the officers of my link shell, and uh, he played a female character. So I thought he was a girl, and so you know, like oh. <laughs> I'd hang out with him, and you know, like he never, he never said otherwise. And actually, funny enough, most of the guys in my link shell played women or female characters, and their excuse was, you know, the class Mithra in in Final Fantasy Eleven is female only, and they're like, well, I want to be a Mithra, but they don't offer a male one, and you know, it's like. But you know now, Final Fantasy fifteen has has the has the Mithra or like the Mithra equivalent, and they're still running female Mithras so they can suck a duck. Um, <laughs> and uh, but you know for the longest time, I thought he was a girl too, and so we'd go we'd go leveling together, and people were like, oh, you guys are girlfriends. Here's some free gear and. And like my our Lingsha leader was a Mithra, so he was like, "Yeah, I get free stuff all the time." And like, which was weird because I played a female character, but I played uh, an Elven, like a, the tallest you could get, yep. uh, a tall Elven with pink or with red pigtails, and I never got free stuff because <laughs> I wasn't like I wasn't like a small bodied like cutesy wootsy. I was like bigger than everybody else. Oh, I was like. Yeah. Yeah, I was like super tall and I lumbered over everybody else and nobody was like, "Hey baby, here's some free stuff. Here's a here's a leather harness that'll make your make your waist look like the size of my head." Like <laughs> uh, so I get I know I get it. I and I and the funny thing is most girls don't do that. Most girls aren't like, "Yeah, free stuff." They're they're like, uh, "You know, like I just want to play." And guys are like, "Yeah, free stuff." <laughs> no, I don't do that. I, no, I actually I forgot to to finish my point is that um th- I saw somebody in Stormwind with um this this gear set that I liked and I had everything except the pants. And I I just did a, an inspect and they're called Cloudkeeper leg plates, which are an extremely rare purple drop in AQ20, AQ40, and Molten Core. Maybe Blackwing Lair, but eh, I don't care. So I just kept <laughs> farming it over and over again. I wound up making enough money from the stuff that dropped in there to actually just buy them off the auction house for 30-something thousand gold, and that was the end of that. So well, that's, good. That. that's good for you. Yeah, it works for me. Yeah. So, so that was it. I'm keeping an eye on the time because I know that you have to go. Well, I'm, uh, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm actually doing my makeup while while we're doing this podcast. No. Multitasking, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, I can't because your camera's not on, but that's okay. Yeah, I purposefully didn't turn it on because I was like, I, I was going to see if I could get away being sneaky cheeky about doing this. I don't care. I did pretty good. Oh, <laughs> you, you did pretty good. Um, <laughs> The the last time I think you were farming. I've done that. I've done this show while farming before. And somebody caught me on it once. Um, they were listening to the show and they they heard, I guess, my keyboard and my mouse or something. They said, were you farming while you were doing the show? I'm like, yep. And this was... <laughs> it, is, it is a podcast about World of Warcraft. Well, it makes sense. This was when I was, I think, if I remember correctly, this is when I was farming Ajara for Dreamfoil. And so I was recording the show while running around Ajara because... Raiding. Vanilla yeah. rating. That's what yep. it was all about. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So I think we are. Oh, there is one thing that I just wanted to talk about real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I sort of touched on this a little while ago is that when you're with a good group of people, 
they really change your attitude towards the game. And I, oh, I think that's one of the problems that I had when I was on Whisperwind and I was raiding. It was, I call it a, a show up and shut up guild. Where, yeah, um, hurry up and wait. <laughs> well, no, not so much that. It was more like you show up and you don't, you're not allowed to say anything in voice chat or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's sort of what hurt me for a while is is that now that I can see that people are having fun with the game and not, oh my god, why don't you have a flask? Um, I had gotten DKP points taken off for me because I had forgotten. Like DKP, my, that's what they were called, right? I had gotten points taken off because my food had run out and I just hadn't clicked the button. I'm just like, I have, yeah. the, I have the damn... Just, what is this? What? what? Yeah. I don't no, need, I've, I don't you're, need you're this You're preaching stress. to the choir here. I'm, I know exactly what you're talking about. I've, you know, like... And, and, and like I said, open invitation for you to join, for you to join the guild if you want to. Um, you know, like, no no pressure. I'm I'm constantly telling jokes during raid. Uh, you know, like people people like I can't I can't not be a dork, you know? Like I gotta I gotta say say it what comes to my mind and people enjoy it. I mean when the encounter's actually happening, but like when we're getting oh, yeah. ready and when we're running and you know, like I don't wanna like be talking over someone who's trying to be like, uh, okay, taunt off me or you know, whatever, like when it comes to basic mechanics. But nobody's mean, so and and as far as I know, uh, I am an officer of the guild. If anybody is on Thorium Brotherhood and would like to join the guild, um, the guild's name is Neverender, and you know we'd be more than happy to have you. Uh, we do frown upon elitism, so don't come in expecting to be the best and brag about being the best because you will be stomped to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I am going to um, to let you go. Because you have to be in a studio in an hour and six minutes. Yep. 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 Uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, Pam, how does everybody get a hold of you? I think you're Pamela, Pamela Horton 13 everywhere. Uh, Pamela Horton 13 all across the board. If you want to see my content on Twitch or YouTube, it is uh, Pamela Horton stuff or YouTube.com slash Pamela Horton stuff on YouTube. And twitch.tv forward slash Pamela Horton 13. I do WoW Wednesdays at 10 p.m. PST. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I do a random assortment of things. Tomorrow I'm actually, or today, tomorrow, um, I'm actually going to be uh, running with my friend Amelia. Uh, if you remember Amelia from my Gamer Next Door days, mm -hmm. we're going to be, the, the gang's getting back together to play World of Warcraft tonight. <laughs> so uh, make sure you check us out every Wednesday at 10 p.m. All right, sounds good. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at StarMike, uh, World of Warcast on Twitter, World of Warcast at gmail.com is our email address. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you later. Bye.